Hey guys, so I wanted to come on here while I have some time. I could have done this earlier, but it was raining, as you can tell by the clouds and everything, you know. We had a, a basically an on and off period of, you know, a downpour, downpour of rain at times, so, you know, it wasn't ideal to do any filming. I had to be inside my job for a bit, walking around and killing time. But uh, I wanted to come on here uh, mainly to, you know, talk about a few things. Mostly, uh, the report that came out yesterday, and was more so talked about today via Fightful.com. And that report is the fact that, apparently, from those within the confines of Disney and Comcast, who are two of the uh, runners, if you will, um, the main runners of trying to potentially purchase WWE, you know, should it be sold, um, basically, according to Fightful.com, there are those within, you know, the within Disney and Comcast themselves, you know, that believe that they and other companies, you know, depending on who would get WWE, would not want to have anything to do with Vince McMahon. Yeah, basically, those that I, I guess are close to the situation on the WWE side of things and the Disney and Comcast side of things have basically made it known, according to Fightful.com, that nobody would want to deal with Vince McMahon should the company be sold. And, you know, that's, you know, that is really intriguing because you would think, well, this is Vince McMahon. Of course, he would have some kind of say, right? Yeah, you know, potentially he could have some kind of say, but, you know, it seems that you know, the potential buyers out there, no matter who it could be, are basically telling Vince, you know, are basically telling Vince through various sources, yeah, we buy the company, we don't want you here. <laughs> That's basically it. And this is why a lot of people, even though it's come out recently that Saudi Arabia is no longer a strong favorite, you know, at all to potentially buy the, you know, the company with a PFI group, which is the... Uh, public investment fund of Saudi Arabia, even though they've become basically, you know, a non-factored favorite, if you will, there's a lot of folks like just Alex and JD and a few others that believe because of the fact that FIFL and other sources are reporting this, that that will automatically, by default, put Saudi Arabia back in the driver's seat because they believe they're the kind of people that would you know, want to work with Vince McMahon, they would want Vince McMahon, you know, in some, you know, power, you know, some role of power, if you, if you know what I mean. But, but here's the thing, How, we don't know that. For all we know, you know, a majority of those companies, like, like, you know, Disney and Comcast, you know, who themselves have said, hey, we don't want nothing to do with Vince if we get the company. You know, for all we know, the PFI group could be the same way. Because, like I said, we don't know we don't know really anything about the PFI group of Saudi Arabia. For all we know, they could basically be completely different. You know, than you know than uh, fellow countrymen, if you will. It's like maybe they look at more of a modern kind of you know uh, run for the company. You know, what, uh, modern future, a more updated modern future, I should say, for the country. You know, and maybe they share the ideals of the U.S. and the U.K. and so on. Again, we don't know much about them because we're going off base. We're going because basically what we're doing 
is what judging and going with judging, you know, uh, the public, you know, the public investment fund group of Saudi Arabia off the reputation of the country and it, you know, the country and its beliefs itself. So, so yeah, you know, we don't we don't know if the PFI group could potentially feel the same way that Disney and Comcast and others would feel, and not really want to have anything to do with Vince. We don't know. Now, what's interesting, uh, according to those that, you know, kind of gave their own take on the reports by Fightful and PW Insider and all that, people like, let's say, JD from NY206, and even just Alex and others, you know, apparently when Triple H held the talent meeting and said what he did to calm their nerves and everything, Kevin Dunn, as I talked about in my video, um, you know, video and potentially future audio, uh, Kevin Dunn basically stepped up, you know, to the, he stepped up and spoke in the meeting. And he basically told the talent, look, I've been working for Vince for 40 years. And since he's been back, he has not told me anything. He has not communicated with me in any shape or form about any potential changes. Basically repeating uh, what Triple H had just said. And now, so, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Other sources have picked up on that and confirmed that that is kind of legit from Kevin Dunn. Now, of course, you have JD that believes, you know, that kind of looks at it from a positive perspective, but also looks at it like, yeah, but this is Kevin Dunn we're talking about. For we know he could be full of crap and he's maybe lying. Who knows? But, again, we'll have to see. But if Kevin Dunn is willing to, you know, you know stand in front of the roster and say, you know, not only repeat Triple H's words or back up what Triple H had said, but then say, hey, I'm somebody that you know has been with Vince for 40 years, and even I don't know what's going on because he hasn't communicated with me. And, you know, and, you know to anybody hearing that from someone that's been basically one of Vince's behind-the-scenes right-hand men, you know, that is not only a surprise, but that's kind of a sigh of relief. That is a kind of a sigh of relief. But then again, like I said, you have people like JD and just Alex, you know, coming out and essentially not, you know, they're kind of trying to look at the positive, but they're also trying to be more realistic. But I think that realistic, as I mentioned before many times in that audio video podcast I did, is about trust and belief. In other words, they do not trust or believe anything they hear until they essentially this is what i'm getting from it until essentially they can get concrete evidence concrete evidence that things are going to be fine in other words what they're saying is don't give us mixed messages give it to us straight give it to us straight let us know yay or nay of what's going on and leave it at that that's essentially what they want that's essentially what they want they want either yay or nay as their answer and that's it you know because right now what they feel is they're getting is mixed signals which is why they're trying to as they put it be more real more like you know down with you on on what's going on and not you know and not yank you around and say hey you know that you got to remember who you're talking about you got to remember who's a part of this how do you know whether or not this guy's not gonna you know this guy's not gonna want to step forward and take over you see that that's the thing they're trying to try that i think that's basically the thing they want to get clarified is 
you know, yay or nay of what's going on. They want pretty, pretty much a straight answer from people like Sean Warsap, who has contacts within the company. You know, they want a pretty much a straight answer as I try to check my time here. Okay, I got about 17 minutes. But they want pretty much a straight answer. You know, they don't want to keep having mixed signals. They want a pretty much a straightforward answer. You know, whether it comes from Sean Warsap or even from someone, you know, within the company. You know, they, they, you know, they want a straight answer of, is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? Give it to us straight so we can be ready. You know, that's all they want. That's all they want. I mean, even with Stephanie's resignation, you know, and the fact that this actually has a multitude of things surrounding it, like people believe she's doing it because of, or she did it because of the talk going around that, hey, her dad potentially was going to, consider selling to Saudi Arabia uh, there was talk that that was the reason there's talk of the fact of the tensions that her and her dad had with each other that Nick Khan had to step in between to calm the situation down before they escalated that you know that could be why she stepped out it could be the fact that you know people are saying well you got to remember she originally was going on a sabbatical last year you know she was originally going on a sabbatical last year and because of what happened she had to basically you know put that on the shelf for the time being and now she wants to resume that that sabbatical being spending more time with the family experiencing the WWE like the rest of us do as a fan to see exactly maybe what you know what we're talking about where we're coming from as well as like I said spend time with her family what you know be there for the moments, you know, for, that her girls are going to experience and stuff. As well as be there for Hunter if anything happens to him. But also the fact that another thing you could tie into her, you know, leaving is the fact that she has to get ankle, she had to get ankle surgery. A surgery that would probably keep her out for, you know, an, I, I would say an uncertain amount of time. I mean, if you look at her Twitter page and the photos she's posted... Yeah, that pretty much could tell you that she may not be around for quite some time, which is why she's taking the sabbatical. But others will believe certain other reasons because of the fact, as I've said before, it's trust and belief. They do not trust and believe anything until, unless it's concrete evidence in their face. Basically, it's like, just give it to us straight. We can, we can handle it either way. Give it to us straight. Is this happening? Is that happening? Give it to us straight. That's what it is. That's what it is. But, but again, some of the silver linings that they see, you know, out of all this in the past 24, 48 hours, is you have Kevin Dunn, a longtime associate, you know, right-hand person of Vince McMahon, saying, hey, you know, what Triple H is telling you, you guys, the roster, and by extension, the fans, you know, because we get, you know, information, you know, via places like Fightful, you know, what Triple H is telling all of you, you know, is fact. You know, nothing's going to really change. And oh, by the way, how do I know that? Because I haven't heard anything from Vince since he's been back. And I've been with him for 40 years. So, so yeah, you know, some people look at that as a silver lining. And a lot of people look at the fact that a lot of the potential buyers from Disney, Comcast, Universal, Netflix, Amazon, Endeavor, Liberty Media, potentially Seven Buck Productions, Seven Buck Productions, which is the Rocks, you know, company, you know, and others, you know, AEW, potentially, 
Uh, although AEW, from what words going around, is the cons wouldn't mind having Vince, you know, in some capacity. It may not be power, but it would be some kind of capacity, you know, that they, I think they would find useful for him. Who knows? But, yeah, maybe even them to an extent, potentially, if, you know, you know they decide to reconsider. You know, even keep, even though they would keep the bid in, but reconsider, maybe, yeah, Vince being around may not be a good thing. You know, basically the overall consensus, and even maybe the PFI of Saudi Arabia, the, the overall consensus that people look at as potentially another bit of silver lining and hope, outside of the, you know, Kevin Dunn backing up what, you know, Triple H said, and even saying, hey, Vince hasn't even contacted me, you know, is the fact that none of the potential buyers, a majority of them, want nothing to do with Vince if they were to buy the company. They don't. They want nothing to do with Vince based on, obviously, a lot of the um, news and allegations and stuff that come out about him that have shown him in a very negative, un, you know, unpopular light, if you catch my drift. A very negative, unpopular light. And I don't think anybody could blame these companies, you know, you know for, for feeling that way. You know, even those that you may think... Um, um, would be the kind that would support having Vince in power, you know. But yeah, those are the only silver linings. Now, of course, some people are going to take the information about oh, Vince is now all of a sudden uh, rumored to be supposedly telling other departments, you know, at the Stanford, Connecticut offices, oh, you're not doing certain things this way. They got to be done this way, and all that. Or they're not doing things, you know, the right way. You know, a lot of people are interpreting that as him saying, oh, you're not doing it my way, you know that. But here's the thing, those are rumors. And part of what Kevin Dunn said in that speech when he backed up what Triple H said and even confirmed that, hey, Vince hasn't even told me, uh, what, uh, what else was reported, I don't know if it was mentioned by Kevin Dunn in the meeting or it was just something they found out, uh, Vince had made these suggestions, which I guess is the same thing as you know, is or well, not suggestions, but basically, Vincent made suggestions. I don't know if it's the same thing as you know the you know trying to tell other departments or suggest to other departments, hey, you're not doing you know things the way they are. Uh, basically, pushing his weight around. We I don't know if, if that's the same thing or not, but basically, according to the report by Fight for Select, you know you know talking about the talent meeting. The last thing they mention is none of the suggestions Vince made have been implemented. And again, I don't know if that's the same as the, you know, telling the departments at Stanford, Connecticut, hey, you're not doing things a certain way. If that's just, you know, a rumor of the fact that, you know, he's trying to suggest them doing things, you know, his way as people would, other people would see it. And, you know, it's not been, and those uh, suggestions have not been implemented. We don't know. But again... This is all based on opinion. It's all based on people's opinions on how they think Vince is trying to bully, you know, trying to push his weight around again and all that. But, like I said, the silver lining out of all of this, the silver lining out of all of this is, you know, the meeting, the talent meeting that happened, and Kevin Dunn actually backing up what Triple H said, and probably the big one in a lot of people's eyes is not is that basically all the potential bidders and buyers of WWE, if it gets sold, including maybe those that we would not expect, like the PFI, in my opinion, um, you know, don't want Vince in power. They don't want to associate with him because of what he, 
because of what has come down the pipe in the past year or two. So, yeah, there is, you know, there is a silver lining and all that. But again, people are going to have their opinions because of trust and belief. And when it comes down to it, it comes down to it, when they hear these reports from places like FIFO Select and MPW Insider and others, what they want is concrete evidence. They want straight up, yay or nay, give it to us straight, concrete evidence of is this happening or is it not happening, stop mixing your signals kind of deal. But what are you guys' thoughts? Let me know down below in the comments, as well as in the live chat during the premiere, like the video, and until next time guys, I gotta get them to work, and I am out, but let me know what your thoughts are. Peace out.